Hey lovelies, welcome to the Honestly Mia podcast with me, Mia. I'm so excited to hang out with you each week to share all the fun and not so fun topics of this journey called life, but I'm confident that we will heal, grow, laugh, cry if necessary to become unapologetically free in Christ. The beauty of it is we will do it together. So let's talk. Are you ready? I'm ready. Episode 44, Acknowledging the Signs. Good morning, everybody. Um, It is Monday, March the 23rd, 2020. I typically do not date the podcast, but for whatever it's worth, um, I want to be able to notate where we are in history um, or where we were will be something like that. Um, Most of you around the world are at home or um, the brave souls who are having to get up and go out to take care of the rest of us are probably doing that right now. But in the midst of the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I promise you this podcast is not going to be about that, but it is about that. Um, And y'all, I sound like, I don't know, I've been having this like congestion something. I'm fine. It's just that time of year. But one of the best things about, and you know what though, let's just be honest. I don't necessarily know if it's the best, but one of the the enlightening things about the situation that we're in is that a lot of people are spending some good quality time at home. And if you're like me, I'm single, no kids. I'm spending a lot of time with myself, which isn't a problem because I am one of those introverts with extrovert tendencies, meaning I can be ready on the go in front of people with people. But my preference is typically by myself, like I can have a full fledged situation alone. But I think in this season, the being alone looks a little bit different. Um, Because when you have a lot of restrictions to your day to day, then it kind of pushes you in a place to spend some time reflecting. And one of the things that came to me, I don't know, a couple of days into this, because I think I started technically working from home like a week ago, just in preparation as, you know, my company was preparing for what this would possibly look like. Um, I was either talking to somebody because I had a conversation kind of sporadically with people about this thought process, but I know I began thinking about it probably the first couple of days into the working from home and kind of restricting your movements type of deal is how appreciative I am that God closed some doors with some people prior to this situation and let me just be all the way real so when you're by yourself um 
you can do one of the one or two things. You can dig in, you can, you know, clean, you can appre- you can do all this stuff. And then there's that other side of you that will crave attention, that will look for attention, will find this as an opportunity to, you know, connect in some places that you shouldn't have. And I'm just being honest and hey, this is my truth. I don't expect for you to join on the bandwagon. If you have been delivered from this, I'm grateful for you. But you start thinking about, man, it would be fun to X, Y, and Z. Or I wonder what so-and-so is doing X, Y, and Z. And because God loves me, so again, I can only talk about me. There were some doors that he closed pretty drastically, maybe like a month or so before this pandemic became on the rise and so what's interesting to me is that when you think about how things happen very um um rapidly I don't know about you but I sometimes sit and like I have to like dig in and see what happened and and why is it like that and Certain conversations can even be had between you and people that, you know, aren't helping you growing, don't mean you any good, or just put you in a place. So take that for whatever it's worth. But moving forward, I was sitting down and was like, you know what? Really having a praise God moment because this is the perfect breeding ground to forget the things that you know and to run to places or people or things that you left back in the wayside so long ago. And so what kind of gave me the podcast topic is that I was talking to, it might have been my cousin, I don't know. Y'all, I have definitely ramped up my engagement skills since our little mini isolation. And I think that it's healthy to have more actual phone conversations. We are in the world of text and social media and that will give you pretend connection but really talking to people is a whole game changer but nonetheless so with that being said I don't really know who I was talking to but um, we were talking about the whole premise behind ignoring the signs and so as I was talking to them it really dawned on me that it's not so much about ignoring them in my opinion it's all about acknowledging them, right? So if someone has presented something to you and you say, well, I just ignored the signs. To me, saying ignore kind of gets you off the hook. And I'm all about self-accountability and I'm praying that everyone who's listening is the same. So it sounds a lot nicer to say I ignored the signs and, you know, they were there, but I just ignore them. No, you acknowledged them and you accepted them. Tamir is raising her hand. You can't see me, but just feel me. Hand raised. When I have dated people and, you know, it's not it's not about putting them down or talking badly about them because you have to be honest when you say that you were an active participant in whatever it was they were presenting to you. And that's hard to say sometimes and it's hard to 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 talk about, but I think that it is probably one of the beginning phases of healing and getting past that situation by just acknowledging 
the part that you played in it. So when I think about all of the things that I quote unquote ignored, I didn't ignore them. I accepted them. I acknowledged them. And in my mind, a couple of things were going to happen. One, you know, there's that hope that the person will change or be different or the situation will change or be different. And sometimes it does. So I want to be careful here um, and that you're hearing me in the context of my journey because everything and always meant to be walked away from. So take that for what it's worth. Um, or you're like, I can deal with this or you're, you're choosing to prefer something. Well, at least, and you fill in the blank or, you know, I can handle everything, but, and you fill in the blank. And so I remember my mom telling me, um, one time and I may, and I may be misquoting her, but in essence, you know, everybody has their breaking point and it look, or everybody has the thing that they will tolerate and we all have our list. You know, we can, you know, accept someone who's this, but not accept someone who's this. So depending on the kind of person you are, where you are, your life experiences, it kind of will dictate kind of your level of tolerance. That's what she said, tolerate. So with that being said, you know, as I was sitting here, I was thinking, man, I have acknowledged a lot of signs about situations and chose to operate in them is that not like mind-blowing like i'm grateful and it took me a really long time you know be making 39 this year and it just kind of boom light bulb went off that so many times i have chosen to acknowledge something that was not good for me that was unfair that broke me that put me in a place and moved on because i was not yet confident in the wow of Tamia. And so that's the second part. So when you sit down and you embrace the fact that you have acknowledged the signs or acknowledged something, good or bad, talking about the not-so-fun stuff, um, then you have to start asking yourself why. And let me tell you, that whole layer of digging down deep and getting underneath all of the crooks and crannies, as we say in the South, um, and always fun. So when you pull back the layer of, so why did I accept certain things? Then you have to start dealing with the true underlying issue. And I talked about this early on in my podcast, maybe like episode two about worthiness and what that journey has looked like for me over the past couple of years. And so when I pull that layer back, it was all about you know, not feeling worthy of something more or something better. So often we sit still in a situation and we don't move and we make all these excuses and we we acknowledge all these things that we know to not be good for us because there is truly an underlying reason of of not feeling worthy of something better or something, you know, more. And so as I continued down this thought, I was like, man, you know, I'm grateful of the involvement. And so I like to say involvement because I can't honestly say that a few years ago or last year, let's just be real honest, that 
I thought that like I I began to see where God was pulling back those layers, but it was so nice. And I think so often, you know, we have to take a moment. So kind of shift gears a little bit. Take a moment and be excited about the growth. And the growth may look like a new thought about your situation or the fact that you are uncomfortable in your situation or you're looking for ways to get out of your situation like whatever incremental movements that's happening like thank god for that sometimes we want to go from zero to a hundred like okay god and there's some situations that he can do that doesn't take away from his capabilities nothing to do with that but he knows us best he knows what it takes to get us over the hump he knows what's going to be lasting for us so the way in which he moves at times will look a little different based on his child right so while these thoughts were beginning to form in my head a couple of years ago it did not come full circle until here recently and i think that that was very much important it was important for me to really see it holistically and be able to just, I don't know, just enjoy the fact that things were different. And so as I was getting ready for this podcast, so sorry guys, there was a little pause there. If you're like, what happened? I'm back. Um, Like my thoughts just ran wild on a couple of different things. And, you know, It took me to a passage of scriptures that I have read a million times. And it's interesting, and you guys have heard me say this before, about the word is a living word. Like it is very much alive and present. Because when I think about this passage of scriptures, I have applied them to several different parts of my life over the past I don't know five or six years and it still rings out true and what took me here is a couple of things so when I think about acknowledging the signs and I'm gonna ask some of you guys to just you know be real transparent with yourself right now no one can hear you you don't have to share this with anybody but just be transparent with yourself about the many times that you've prayed and asked God to to show you something and he's shown you but you're refusing to acknowledge what he showed you so it's funny we will acknowledge those things that you know we know that are not great for us but it's what we want it's what the flesh desires but when we're asking God for something and we're praying about it and we're like Lord you know show me something and he does then we get to a standstill and I am not judging pointing fingers I mean I am like pointing all five fingers on this hand back to me because I've done this before and I now those are the signs that I've ignored those from God like oh yeah that you must be talking about something else and have been shocked at how horribly things turned out because I received what I prayed for, right? And one of the interesting things about that is, is that, you know, 
And my mom and I kind of talked about this, about Gideon. And it's like, okay, God, you know, make it rain over here to the east. Well, after it rained in the east, well, make it rain three days later. I'm paraphrasing. That is not how the scripture goes. Three days to the west and all of that until you get to that place where you cannot turn away from that instruction that has been there all along. And it's funny, yesterday something came to me when we went live for church and I had a little watch party and you know it's, it's it's funny how God will give you something and you never really know not never really sometimes you know why but there are times when he will play something on your heart and you don't really know why it is but being obedient is so important but you know in the group um of the few people that were watching the sermon with me you know I made a comment about you know these are some tough times right now, but it's one of the best times to have like some real honest conversations with God and know that he will answer even if he doesn't. And so what that impressed upon me yesterday and today that when we're seeking answers or we're seeking wisdom guidance, there are some times that God isn't saying anything because he's answering. And for me, I believe that when I'm asking and he doesn't say anything specifically, that that is a moment for me to reflect on what he's already told me, right? Or what he's already given me because a lot of times it's almost like we're revisiting something that he's already addressed, but because it wasn't what we wanted, we almost present, well, God, well, since you didn't say it like this, can you say it like this? And the funny thing about it and this is a, a question with a question mark. I don't have an answer prepared is. So if he answered exactly how I asked him to, would it change? You ever thought about that? If God, you know, in in a in a very still certain voice said, No, do not do this, how many of us would no not do that that's something to think about because there are times again when you go back to acknowledging the signs there are times when it was laid out perfectly for me like this is not what I purpose you for my child this is not you know what I desire for you and you're like well well God but oh God but well I mean God I mean I'm just like you start giving God all these excuses and so then he becomes silent because, okay, so how much more of this situation needs to be exposed to you before you realize that this is not what I purpose for you? That's a really tough conversation to have with yourself, but it's very honest when you think about the things that you've acknowledged. So again, don't want to get too far away from the scripture. So as I'm talking, man, I could have, you know, jumped into the story about Gideon, but the the scriptures that I that I kept thinking about was in James the first chapter and so James 1 through 8 has been oh my goodness a life changer for me and it was probably one of the the set of scriptures that I stood so firmly on when I was going through my separation because you know I felt like I needed to persevere and I needed to you know enact my faith and that I was being tested and all of that 
And I believe that I was like, that is not, that's, that's even though things did not end is how, end how I was praying them. It goes back to that whole acknowledgement of the signs of knowing something did not line up, but pushing through it anyway and, and hoping for the best and, and wanting the best. And even though there were some things that were very much present that gave an indicator that this was not going to be where I should be. But another podcast, another day, because we will be here an hour talking about that. But the scriptures that I'm going to share with you starts with James chapter 1, verse 5. And I'll go through verse 8. And it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So let's let's go back to that first one. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. So going back to the praying and asking God to give you a sign or give you some insight or whatever. So God does not withhold wisdom, knowledge, and guidance from us. He doesn't. If we sincerely ask for it and desire it and need it, he will provide it. I have no doubt about that. There's no but after that either. The issue is is once he gives it, what are we going to do with it? And so when it goes on to say, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. So let's stretch out the term believe. So first thought is believe it, meaning accepting it to be true. But to me, if you stretch believe a little bit, it it taps into the desire to do whatever it is or the desire to act on whatever it is so you have the belief in if i accept this to be true then i will act on the truth that i've been given and that's typically where we get in trouble right in that god is not withholding anything from us he is and that's what it says um gives generously meaning he's not withholding and moving toward and without finding fault. So he's not going to penalize you for asking those hard questions, right? And that goes into, that goes back to when I talked about real talk. So a lot of times, you know, in, in the Christian community, we struggle with asking God those tough things, right? And I think that the, the bigger problem is that we don't always like the answer, but his shoulders are big enough to handle those real conversations and whatever emotion that comes with it. Like he wants us to be able to be real and raw with him so he can touch that place that we're hurting or that we're broken or that we're confused. But until we pull back the layers, it's going to be extremely difficult not difficult for him to do it but difficult for us to receive what it is he's doing if we are not willing to lay ourselves bare before him don't want to get too far off but so the believe part is when we are accepting 
the truth, right? Accepting whatever it is that God has to say about the situation and taking that truth and acting on it accordingly. But so often because flesh gets involved, again, Tamia raises hands. We are in this together, people. So don't think it's ever just me projecting. This is me internalizing as well. It says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. That's just, you know, a very eloquent way of being wishy-washy. And so that's what goes goes back to. And I'll, I'll keep tying it back because I want everyone to understand this full circle. Goes back to the things that we acknowledge. So... God gives us insight, right? He a lot of it is built in like naturally. We know what's good and what's bad, and a lot of times it is very clear it is us who muddies the waters on that clarity. So we are very much aware that something doesn't line up, right? Something about this doesn't feel right, doesn't seem right. We call it intuition. You call it what you want to, but it's there. It presents itself. And we began to dissect it because there's some underlying reason why we need what we need and why we have to have it. And then we start making exceptions. We start, you know, creating the what ifs or the well, or we will water down a situation so greatly that it becomes okay. And it's almost like the double mindedness. So I know what's not right, but it's going to be right. And I want to say there's a scripture in, um, I'm pretty sure it's in Romans, but I do not remember the chapter where I think Paul is talking about what I want to do versus what I do and doing the opposite. It's, it's one of those tongue twisting scriptures, but I love it because it's, it kind of goes to this situation like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be engaged in something that isn't right, but I'm doing the thing that I know is hurting me. And that happens to us so often. We know that this isn't good. We know that this relationship is not what we need to be. We know that, you know, this, whatever it is, a relationship is probably a little easier to, to, to talk from versus some of the other things, right? Like a job or, you know, a a area that you've been operating in whatever the case is but we will go back and forth because there's some some attachment and the attachment to it may not always be a bad attachment meaning you have to be connected to someone because of x y and z right but you have to ask yourself so if god has given me insight has given me the wisdom that i've desired Am I going to believe it? Am I going to believe it? Am I going to act on it? Or will I continue to acknowledge the stuff that doesn't make me feel good? The stuff that tears me down, the stuff that breaks me, the stuff that, you know, threatens my peace and my hope. And that's even thoughts, worrying, doubts, fears, all of that. If God assured us, especially in a time like this, that all is well, are we going to believe it? And are we going to accept it and act on it? If God says, I am your provider, we talked about that, or the pastor, I didn't talk about it, talked about that at church about God being a provider. So if we if we believe that, then that means that we're accepting it and we're acting on it. So whatever it is, he has given us the assurance that it will, and you fill in the blanks, 
But the action comes from us and not being double-minded and doubting and going back and forth and picking it up and putting it back down, giving it to God and then taking it back on for ourselves. Like being stable and clear and standing firm on whatever it is that he gave us. And so as I, you know, get ready to be at my ado, It was just so good to be able to walk through that and just grateful that God put some things in motion because one, he wanted this time to not be clouded with foolery, right? To not be clouded with anything that would take me back from the place in which I came from. And it's so funny. I have seen so many different um, quotes or memes or, or whatever it is or people talking about, you know, going back to the very thing that hurt you or or going in essence revisiting an area that you've been delivered from and the funny thing is situations like this like the isolation or the excuse me or the fear or the or the worry about today can push us back to some to some people that we should not be connected to it will push us to some situations and it'll push us to some habits or whatever the case is but if God has has confirmed some things for you if he have brought you forward and 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 giving you the wisdom and the insight you need the best thing that we can do the best thing that we can do is to believe what he said right Ask yourself, what does your belief in God's word look like? Belief in God's promises look like? And then in believing, I'm accepting and I'm acting upon. Meaning, if God says, I'll be your peace, then you say, you know what though? I got peace because God said it. If God said that he will be your comforter or he will send a comforter in the Holy Spirit, then you accept it. And you, I mean, you believe it and you accept it and you act on it. You can go down the list of all the things, right, that God has given you confirmation on and ask yourself the tough question. Will you acknowledge his word and the truth of his word? Or will we acknowledge all those things that are contrary to it? So in this COVID-19 season, people, do not lose heart continue to allow God to speak to you because he is speaking like I can probably poll 30 million people right now that's a lot but they will say that God is speaking he is opening our eyes to so many things he is stretching us right now he is stretching us to cling to what we know to be true and One of the things, and I'll end it with this, and I've said it before, but it's on. If you guys could see my little office set up, then you would know it's something um, in the book that my group is reading. um, And it's right in my office before me because it is so important to keep in mind. And it's a quote from C.S. Lewis, and it says, Relying on God has to begin all over again every day as if nothing had yet been done. So, In this season, rely on him every day. And what that means is not that he hasn't done anything, but do not lose that intensity. Do not lose hope. Do not lose heart. Like continue to cling forward and let this be 
a cleansing and you can articulate what that cleansing looks like but let it be a time in which you are reflective that you are getting to know you asking some tough questions asking the wise about you know god show me me show me whatever it is that i need to get from this moment and help me push forward and help me be better and as the scripture says he will give generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you the question is are you going to believe that or not thanks guys for spending these moments with me my heart is with yours and i'm praying that all is well where you are i am so excited that we had the opportunity to connect and i am definitely looking forward to the next time i would love to hear from you guys you are more than welcome to shoot me a little note either on the platform that you listen to or to my honestly mia at aol email account i love to hear what you're thinking what you're believing god for because i'm right there with you but until then have a great day on purpose